You are listening to This Engineering Life, the undergraduate series, and I'm your host, Becky Simmons, a professor of the practice in mechanical engineering at Duke University. Please join me and my co-hosts, Ellie Smith and Becca Norman, senior mechanical engineering undergraduates, bi-weekly as we look at the world of undergrad engineering at Duke University. In these podcasts, we will interview undergraduate engineering students to get their perspective on topics ranging from tenting to internships to diversity and much more. Thank you for joining us. Ellie, this is a brand new podcast. I'm happy that we're starting it now. The goal is to go behind the scenes and look at undergraduate engineering life by interviewing students. And as we were going through ideas, we realized, and I guess hope too, that it'll be a means of connecting students. Exactly. I think it will be a great resource for students to gain advice and a new perspective from peers and professors. I mean, I definitely wish that I had this as an undergraduate. There are many aspects to student life and culture here at Duke, and one of the most prominent aspects is basketball. Taken away by Williamson. Barrett. Working on Perry Euro me for the Canadian, and it's back to a 10 point. Today, we want to talk about what it takes to be an engineer and a Cameron crazy. Becca, this podcast really speaks to you, doesn't it? Yeah, this is my fourth year here at Duke, and I love being a Cameron crazy. Going to basketball games has been some of the highlights of my Duke experience, but many other students find it hard to balance going to basketball games with being in Pratt, and I can definitely attest to that. We'll be talking to everyone from line monitors and mascots to students who have maybe been to one game to learn about basketball from the Pratt perspective. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! We now jump into a collection of student interviews. In the first set, we talk to two students, one an avid Duke basketball fan and the other not really a basketball fan, and they just happen to be a couple. What did Duke basketball mean to you before coming to Duke? Um, so both my parents went to Duke, and so I was a big basketball fan growing up. I played you know, high school basketball as the captain of my team, and I, uh, I always loved watching Duke play basketball, and so it was always a dream of mine to be able to go watch the games in Cameron, and I've fully taken advantage of that as a Duke student now that I'm here. Did it influence you coming to Duke? Yes, completely. Basketball did? Yes, basketball. That was the main reason I came to Duke. And then what about the engineering? Engineering was not on my mind whatsoever. What, what about you? What did Duke basketball mean to you? So I actually had never even seen like a high school basketball game before coming here, let alone an actual like professional one. <laughs> the reason I applied was for opera, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um, so not actually even engineering. What is your level of commitment to Duke basketball? Which is, would you say now? My level of commitment, like on a scale of one to 10, yeah. I would go with a 10. And what does that mean? I don't miss a game whenever I'm on campus. Do you have a favorite Duke basketball memory? Um, my favorite Duke basketball memory would have to be the Carolina game last year. Um, I think that was I think that was my favorite day at Duke was just everything leading up to it. So favorite Duke memory overall too. That was my favorite overall Duke memory. Wow. Yes, was the the like the parties before it, the game itself it was just a great game, and then just all the fun stuff afterwards, like burning the bench and stuff. That was definitely my favorite Duke memory. Um. So my pool is small as far as basketball games, but I did tent for the UVA game this year. Um, so I guess that would definitely be my favorite Duke basketball memory. So you tented once. Are you going to tent ever again? I'm planning to black tent next year. Ah, so what has influenced your decision to black tent? Tenting and like basketball in general kind of brings that sense of community to everyone that is involved in it. 
Um, and a couple of my other engineering friends and I, like, we decided not to tent this semester because we knew this was going to be a difficult semester. Um, but we definitely felt that, like, to some degree, we weren't, like, connected to the people that were tenting. Like, our friends that were, like, sleeping together in the tents and, like, in Cable at night together and whatnot and, like, at all the games. Um, so we, as a group, decided that we are for sure going to Black Tent next year. Do do you feel that it's very difficult to balance the engineering workload while you're tenting? If you have 40 hours a week that you're putting into tenting, does that affect your engineering? I, I would say I would say definitely it's harder for the engineers to do tenting and basically just any outside extracurricular events at Duke just because their workload's so much higher. Um, but it's definitely doable if you plan it out. You can sort of work in your tent or the study tent they have, and you can you can work around it. It just requires a lot of planning. How would you say that basketball changes the Duke culture? And do you think it adds a sense of community or has it impacted your experience in a major way? I would say greatly is a big asset to the Duke culture. Um, I had a friend who wrote a Chronicle article about how he felt the Duke had sort of a lack of unity and culture. And the time I feel the most unity and the most like, cohesiveness as a student like population is at basketball games when we're all cheering together and I think that's what really gives Duke a lot of its you know like its cultural image is I think it sort of is derived from the basketball and like that's sort of who the students are and it just sort of gives all the Duke you know fans alumni students staff something that they can all cheer about talk about joke about I think it's a very important part of Duke's culture as a whole. talk to three football engineering students and see what basketball culture means to them as engineers and non-basketball athletes. Hi, my name is Clark. I'm a senior biomedical engineer. I'm an offensive lineman and my one fun fact is Kevin and I are the leaders of the walk-on Twitter account because we are both walk-ons on the team. Uh, Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm a senior mechanical engineer and also a linebacker on the football team. My fun fact is I live an hour away from school in Greensboro, North Carolina. My name is Brandon Hill. I'm a junior mechanical engineer, and I'm a linebacker on the football team. Uh, A fun fact would be that I'm half Jamaican. Before coming to Duke, what did Duke basketball mean to you? Did it mean anything? I was never really a basketball fan growing up either, and I didn't really follow college basketball much, but I've learned to love it as I've been here. Well, I always knew that they were very prominent in college athletics, but I was never really a basketball fan growing up. So it was interesting to see what it would be like when I got here. Uh, I may give a better take on that. I'm from North Carolina and have been a Duke fan and Duke basketball fan my entire life. So a little bit different from these boys, but it's been much better and cooler experience now being a student here. Have you ever tented? Absolutely not. No, we definitely cannot tent. <laughs> we definitely cannot do that, but they are nice to us for the not big games. They they will let us in after the first 200 students, which is awesome. So, like, senior year, we've been taking advantage of that a lot more. I think we've been to four or five games this year, which is a lot more than we had in the past. So do you think that you've missed out because you haven't? That's such a big deal and part of the culture is to go to a UNC game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think it is possible for somebody being an athlete and a full-time athlete uh, 
to sleep outside or spend your entire day outside when you have workouts practice. The soccer team did. I, don't, I, I would argue if there are any soccer players that are also engineers that did it. So the three of us may have a hard time doing something like that. <laughs> so that brings up a good point, though, the whole engineering part of this. So can you share your favorite engineering moment? It was definitely when Daniel wore our brace in the um, Virginia Tech game this year that we 3D printed for, for him. For those who don't know, Daniel Jones was Duke's starting quarterback and was drafted by the Giants in the first round in the 2019 NFL draft. That was definitely the coolest engineering project that we had done here with me and Kevin. I would say that my most memorable time as an engineer here was in the 121 class just because it was fun. Um, it was very like integrated. I felt like I was actually, you know, it was less about like doing work and more about being creative and uh, kind of being, being able to be yourself. How, how, how do you think the basketball culture or the fact that Duke is such a, a basketball dominated school affects an engineering undergrad's experience? I think having sports at any school really makes a college experience a lot more fun. And basketball definitely does that for this school and gives people a release from like really hard classes, which is a very good thing. So, and I was talking to students on Monday night and they were saying about the Cameron Crazies, it's just this uniting to support athletes. They don't see it as when when they're cheering for someone against another team, whether it's Syracuse or UNC. It's not that, oh, we're we're better than them or they're not good. It's more of we're just so excited about our players, so bringing people together. Do you feel like you have that in football too? Yeah, it would be nice, and it's definitely part of our responsibility to, to attract the fans, but... It, it, there is, I guess, a little bit of jealousy. It would be nice to be the most well-known college football team like Duke is the most well-known college basketball team. But I, th- I think I kind of worry that Daniel Jones would walk through campus and people wouldn't even recognize him, if that answers your question at all. Now, now I will say that probably some of the basketball players walk through campus aren't, aren't recognized. Do you think that happens? No. <laughs> they are also much taller and don't wear helmets when they play, but still. <laughs> this is a good point. You know, someone's going to the game, so they're really going to recognize you. Yes. We will talk to an engineering undergraduate who also happens to be one of our Blue Devil mascots. What is your favorite engineering memory? So one of my um, favorite memories that kind of overlaps between being um, the mascot and engineer is um, one of the professors at, at Duke, um, Dr. Shad, actually does like a demonstration where he lays out like on a bed of nails and then has somebody break a cinder block on his chest. Well, one year he decided to have the devil come and do that for him. So I actually had class, left class, went, got dressed as the devil, came back and got to break like a UNC colored cinder block over Dr. Shad's chest while he laid on a bed of nails. And that was honestly pretty fun. <laughs> so there are some intersections between being an engineer and a mascot. Is that the only one or has there been some others? Um, there's been some times where I've had to do um, maintenance on the suit. I've, to the um, much of the chagrin of my coach, I've broken the horns on it a few times in my um, activities because I've been a little, um, a little rambunctious, some um, unplanned like cartwheels and just like overly enthusiastic. But I mean... 
I haven't had to do much calculus in seed, that's for sure. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so now with the horns, has that happened during a game? Have you had to reattach? And how did you do that? Oh, well, um, so it's definitely happened in game. I um, <laughs> was just going through the graduate, like the grad student section, just high-fiving somebody. I bumped the horn in my hand, and I was like, that was a weird sound. I looked down, and I caught the horn in my hand, booked it off the court, went down, and just... Thankfully, now we've learned to keep super glue on hand for quick fixes. Is there anything you would change then to the suit? You know, I've always wondered what it'd be like if I could just wear just like a blue leotard. But I kind of like the fact that it adds about 60 pounds to me, at least by appearance. I never knew what it was like to be like 6'2", like 230. And it's pretty fun. So I don't know that there's much I would change. It's uh, It takes a lot of work and a lot of effort, but it's it's fun. It, it, it very much makes sure... That it, it guarantees that you know that you're not yourself anymore, that you, like, have become another person now. Okay, so one word or two words to describe engineering and then one or two words to describe basketball. One, like, so one or two words to describe engineering. In your mind, like your experiences at Duke. Unexpectedly social. and then. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and then... To describe athletics at Duke. The social was almost like we were expecting for the basketball. <laughs> Maybe is there more engineering in basketball? <laughs> or is it more science than you expected? Um, well, there's definitely a lot more um, science. But like, it's energetic. <laughs> I, I can't think of any other way to describe it. There's, that's the biggest thing that we bring is just having seen like fans that like, no match to the intensity that we're capable of bringing to athletics, especially with the Cameron crazies, the waiting around for an hour and a half, not sitting down. Like it's like we go beyond just being spectators and all the way to the point of being fans, like can sometimes push the boundaries of it, but it's just, it's a different atmosphere in Cameron. I don't know how anybody comes into Cameron and just isn't floored. That's amazing. Advice to, underclassmen or prospective Duke students as far as engineering and fans? Definitely, like, as artists, as, like, try to prioritize, like, what it is that interests you. Don't come in, like, dead set on any one thing. I didn't come in, dead, like, mechanical engineering. I came in kind of with the idea of wanting to do engineering but not sure of what type. So come in, like, ready to try out all, like, the different opportunities and um, definitely get involved in, in the engineering community. There's a lot of things that are offered. There's a lot of resources that Duke has that you might not know about until you just, like, take a certain class or talk to a TA or talk to a professor to find out, like, who to send an email to because Duke's involved with a lot of stuff that you don't even know about. And then beyond that, when it comes to being a fan, give Tinting a chance. Like, honestly, that's probably where I made a large amount of my close friends was in that tenting time. So I would say give it a shot and do that at least once. Just dive into Duke. Like it'll be, it'll seem a lot and like you'll be busy and be stressful at times, but dive into Duke, find like your group of friends that will sit there with you to work on like MATLAB and LaTeX code till 3 a.m. Fourth interviews are with two line monitors. We talk to them to see what it takes to be a line monitor, Cameron Crazy, and an engineering student. What is a line monitor? 
everything involved with the UNC game, the tenting. So people have seen us out in Cable calling those late night checks, ensuring that all the rules are enforced to make sure we have the correct number of people in the tent every night. But also it's game day operations for every Duke men's basketball home game. So that's facilitating a mission into every a game for all the undergraduate students. We also do a lot of programming events to promote the community in Kayville. So we work on getting like the tent there so that you can study during the day and facilitating that kind of thing as well as big like stunts for the games to have to cheer people on and such. So how many line monitors are there per year? So we usually try to keep a number of 30 line monitors, and that's spread out between every grade. Okay, we just went through the process yesterday and got 11 new line monitors, so that's sophomores, juniors, and seniors. And we try to keep a continuity of like mostly sophomores that we're taking, some juniors and some seniors each year, just so that we have a good amount of people that are returning that have already been trained and know all the responsibilities of being a line monitor. Got it. And so there's diversity amongst the, the year that you have or the age of the line monitor. What about engineering versus Trinity? Do you keep uh, balance there? Um, one issue that we were trying to tackle this year um, as far as recruiting was trying to reach different people on campus that wouldn't necessarily be applying in the past just so that we can try to promote a more diverse applicant pool. But as far as Trinity and Pratt, um, I don't think that's like something we necessarily keep tabs on. Yeah. <laughs> You're actually in the middle of the night monitoring the tents and your engineers. How many hours a week and what does that balance look like? Well, one thing we were talking about on our way over here is how the night checks don't matter as much because at least last year I was pulling all-nighters all the time. So you just had to walk over to Cayville and then you could walk right back to Perkins. Um, But the hours a week, I would probably say five, ten. Now, just listening a little bit, it sounds that you have this sense of community amongst the line monitors. Do you feel like you're missing anything or or you feel like you have something even more special maybe? I think that you definitely miss out a little bit on like the late night tenting because that's like such a huge bonding thing when you're sleeping in a tent with someone every night. Like that's that's huge for inside your tent, that kind of bonding. Um, but I definitely think we have that between ourselves because a lot of times if it's going to be if it's like a weekend check and it's a late night one then we might just hang out all night and we have that same kind of camaraderie between us what is the coolest engineering feat or construction that you've seen we do have like a spirit award thing that they get points for so they will add like different things to make their tent sign out so people have like laser etched big Kville courts and put those up like in front of their tent um I really liked that personally but not a lot of structural yeah, <laughs> support no. that's being innovative yeah um, and then the one thing that they do have to do is put down pallets under their tents just to like prevent flooding and stuff so I mean, that's about as far as they go for engineering their tents. Maybe one word to describe Duke basketball or the culture. I think like unifying just because I think Cable and Duke basketball is one of the things that every Duke student can be involved in and is super passionate about. And, you know, it breaks all social boundaries. Like you're not just stuck to your one social clique. Um, you're not just stuck to your major. It's the one unifying place that I think brings a lot of people together. So I would describe it as unifying. Okay, now one word to describe engineering. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> Challenging. <laughs> But so worth it, right? Yeah, rewarding. Yeah, rewarding. (laughs) Thank you, guys. 
Lastly, we get the perspective from a basketball player. We talk to a female sophomore basketball player that is also an engineering student. Uh, my name is Anomea Kimbody James. I'm a sophomore in the women's basketball team. I play in the forward position and I'm currently thinking of EC Comsci. What does basketball mean to you? Opportunity. I think for me, basketball started off as a fun thing to do. I was taller than most people my age. Everyone's like, oh yeah, you should play a sport. So then I kind of started playing it at like 14. But basketball's taken me a lot of places. I've gotten to travel the world. But beyond that, it's getting me a great college education. But I still love the sport. I want to play the sport, obviously, professionally. But beyond that, like it's really given me a lot of things that I'm grateful for. And what about engineering? What does engineering mean to you? Oh, engineering. Um... I really like engineering. I'm not really sure what it means to me, but I've always kind of been fascinated by electricity and the appliances and how they work. And I took a robotics class senior year of high school that really just fine-tuned my way to ECE ComSci going forward. How did the engineering play into your decision to come to Duke? I think the good thing about Duke is it offers kind of the best of both worlds. So it was, I was getting to go to one of the top schools in the country while still playing basketball at one of the most elite institutions. It was a win-win. Like the women's basketball is great and the, the engineering is good. So there was no going wrong with that. How would you describe basketball culture? And is there a difference men's, women's? Uh, how do you feel about that? The culture here is crazy. <laughs> I have Cameron crazes. I have to say, um, People here are really obsessed about their basketball. And it's it's pretty amazing to see the school spirit and the support. And everyone always wants to talk about basketball, have a basketball conversation. I cannot count the number of times I've had to answer questions about the men's basketball team. They're like, do you know this person? Do you see them in your daily life? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of see them. We work out together. But um, no, basketball here is pretty amazing. The tenton, I still think. I don't know if I would ever do it, but kudos to those who do it. Uh, it's pretty cool. You're the only engineer on the team. Is that correct? Yes, I am. And a saint, women's or men's. Yeah. <laughs> now, do, do people recognize you when you walk around campus? I don't think so, but I don't know. <laughs> don't know? Yes. And then once they know that you're basketball, then they want to talk about basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time someone finds out I'm on the basketball team, it's we, we have to have a conversation about it or about the pros or about the boys' basketball team. There's always something. <laughs> and how crazy are the fans at the women's games? We have some really loyal supporters, I gotta say. We have one of the biggest fans, like, fan bases in the country, so it's pretty fascinating. And there's people who are always there doing day I really appreciate the Duke fans. Becca and Ellie, those interviews were a lot of fun. It gave me some perspective because, you know, I was here as an undergrad. I've been here since 1996, and as an undergrad and as a grad student, I never tented. So... It was interesting, and I think maybe I might have missed out on something. Yeah, I think possibly so. I was telling my tent group last week, actually, that I was thinking of sending in an application for a line monitor, but I decided not to because I enjoyed tenting that much. It was interesting getting the football perspective, Becca, and we recorded these, actually, these interviews when we got started last year, and boy, they their career has really taken off with respect to engineering. Yeah, when they were talking about the project that they were able to do for Daniel Jones and 3D scanning and printing a brace for him when he hurt his collarbone in the game, I think they've actually kind of jumped off of that and they're trying to create a startup and look at that kind of a field. 
Yeah, exactly. I was just talking with them the other day. They're still in the Duke area and been helping some independent study students and freshmen in the freshman design class, in addition to designing for NC State and Duke football teams and a lot of other players. It's amazing how Duke students really can take off after undergrad. Yeah, maybe they should have 3D printed Zion's shoe and it wouldn't have broken <laughs> for that UNC game. This Engineering Life is brought to you by the Pratt School of Engineering at Duke University. A special thanks to all of our interviewees for lending your thoughts and memories. Our senior producer is Dr. Becky Simmons. Our senior editor and engineer is Michael A. Betts II. Our theme music is by Ben Sound, and today additional musical support was by Johnny Easton and Asha Maluev Music. Be sure to check back next week for our episode on effortless perfection and by heading to www.thisengineeringlife.com. I'm Ellie Smith. And I'm Becca Norman, and this has been This Engineering Life. See you again soon.